You're listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus, a show dedicated to people wrestling with life and faith. Here is Pastor Nick Pierce. Hey, welcome to Thoughts of Thaddeus. I'm Nick Pierce. Today we're talking about fighting Phariseeism. So I was reading in John 6, and it's uh, just at the very beginning of the passage. For me, is one of the greatest miracles Jesus ever performed. And no, it's not walking on water. It's not the water and the wine, not raising Lazarus from the dead. So Jesus is, uh, goes away. He's on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And a large crowd was following him. We, and it says, because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. So Jesus goes up on the mountain, sits down with his disciples. And it's Passover, the Feast of the Jews. And it says, Jesus, lifting up his eyes then, seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? You're probably thinking, what, what kind of awesome miracle is that? So in Matthew's account of this same event, so Jesus saw the crowd and he has compassion on the crowd. And that's what is just amazing, is Jesus knew he was being used. You know, they were just there uh, to see the show, to get the free meal, just to catch a glimpse of this guy, Jesus, that everybody's talking about. So what's amazing is Jesus knew he was being used, taken advantage of, and he still had compassion on these people. So the crowd was after whatever they could get out of Jesus, the healing, the dinner, the entertainment. And, but that's the miracle. Jesus had compassion in response to manipulation. And I think there's something there for us, even today. Because our, our response would be like, no, I'm not doing that. They're just taking advantage of me and my good nature and, and what I have. And just, let's just be honest. None of us are good. Jesus said that. Who's good but God alone? None of us are good. We are all sinful, rotten, self-centered scoundrels, just like me. I tell my church all the time, if, you, if they knew the worst of me, they wouldn't allow me to preach or be a pastor at the church. And if I knew the worst about them, I wouldn't allow them in. I'd lock the doors and say, nope, you're not allowed in. Um, the only good thing that we have is just the grace, the mercy, the truth, forgiveness, the love of Jesus Christ. So how do we respond when we're being taken advantage of? In our world, it's very easy. I mean, manipulation at home um, and marriages with parents and children and the workforce, extended family, friends, it happens. But how do we respond like that? How do we be like Jesus? Just have compassion. Meet people where they're at. And you got to remember, in, in Jesus' day, these crowds, this is all they really knew. Because Rome knew it was cheaper to feed and to entertain crowds uh, than it was to fight or to imprison them. So, you know, just give them a circus, give them a show, give them some food, give them a little bit happy. Life's good. Life's not great, but it's good, and people will satisfy with that. So this was normal to them. And so, you know, the encouragement for us, don't be afraid of a lost world acting lost or treating you how a lost person might treat you. Sometimes we're just so quick to want to project our own morality and standards on other people. Yeah, you might not do that, and that's okay, and that's good. But to think that the standard in which you treat everybody is the same standard how others are going to treat you, it's just, it's just not that way. You know, in student ministries, I tell our leaders all the time, don't be afraid of a teenager acting like a teenager. And to be honest, I have to tell myself that sometimes. Like, I cannot be afraid of a teenager being self-centered, 
uh, arrogant and a know-it-all because I was exactly that same thing when I was a teenager. So, and, they, and the biggest thing is, you know, for us is, is the body of Christ. And as we're reaching out to people and, and one, you just got to have thicker skin. You got to have thick skin. This is, it, ministry is hard. I wish it was cupcakes and rainbows and unicorn farts, but it's just, it's not. And so the big encouragement Seek spiritual transformation, not just behavioral change. You know, because if we go in there and we just want certain behaviors changed and we never touch the heart of the issue, uh, there, there's going to be problems. That's, that's a temporary fix uh, to an eternal problem. So, because I mean, there is a difference between acting religious and having a relationship with Christ. Those are two totally different contexts. And there are a lot of nice, moral, well-respected people um, in the church. Again, I have no idea what goes on behind closed doors and in secret. But we need spiritual transformation, not just behavioral change. So, Because we are. We're prone to Phariseeism. I'll just put an ism on it because it sounds good. We're, we're, we need to be aware of ourselves. We need to fight this urge. Uh, we need to be leading people to Christ, not just trying to get them to fit in our churches. You know, don't don't be afraid to step into somebody's mess because the most beautiful thing is is that somebody stepped into our mess. And and even go one further. You know, Philippians two uh, is very clear when Christ stepped out of heaven and stepped into our mess, being earth, and came uh, to be born as a human and did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. That's just, it's an amazing thing. So if you know you're being manipulated, could it be possible that this is the only way of life that somebody else, that this person knows, and they just, they don't even know any other way. And and just have some grace and some patience with that. Um, I think a lot of times we're going to be quick to get offended and we, we do. We just need thicker skin. And we can't be surprised by it either. I mean, you're looking at the Beatitudes and, and Matthew 5. You know, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you, persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. What's he say? Rejoice. Be glad. Why? Because your reward is great in heaven. And, and don't be surprised like that. that. You're not the first one. You're not first in line that's getting beat up. He's saying the prophets were persecuted who were before you. And I love verse 13 and 14. But keep being salt, and you are the light of the world. Not you're becoming those things, but you are those things. And so I just encourage you, keep, keep your eyes focused on Christ. Don't be afraid to step into somebody's craziness, their messiness, their lostness, because that's exactly what we're called to do. Go and make disciples, teaching them all that I've commanded. They just don't know at times, and that's that's my big soapbox today. So um, the encouragement is, how does that look like in everyday life? You know, what's as you're probably talking about somebody that uh, manipulates you or tries to. You know, we all probably have that name or two that hits the the top of our list that we have. Uh, that just hits our brain of who it is. You know, I encourage you to pray for them. Um, and 
and instead of asking um, and looking at everything that they're doing, you know, might stop and just ask, okay, why are they doing this? What, what, what's the greater need behind? Because they're manipulating you for something, and a lot of times it's just an immediate need. Uh, if it's money, or if it's, um, you know, and uh, with students, I get a lot that oh, they're just they're just trying to use me for my per se popularity status so they could be popular again. It's like let them be popular because they're friends with you. Like, what's that matter? But, you know, so they're manipulating you out of some form of a need. There's a need there. And they feel like you have what they need. And if we're believers in Christ, they're absolutely right. Now, their need might not be, they might not be thinking, oh, they're, they're a believer in Jesus and I need Jesus. Now, obviously, that's not their their thought process. They need something more immediate, more probably physical, earthly. I forgot who said it, but you know, when a man knocks on the door uh, of a, a brothel or to the door of a prostitute, he wants God to answer. So obviously he wasn't knocking on the door to say, oh, I wonder if Jesus is in there. No, he has a need, but the only one that can fulfill our needs is Christ. And that's what I'm getting at. So they have a need, and they're trying to manipulate us to fulfill that need. Use that as an opportunity to say, okay, I know this is what you are wanting, but you're just going to be back in the same position again, because most likely it's not the first time they've tried to manipulate their way into a situation or for something. Um, but it is, I think it gives us an opera, awesome opportunity to talk about just the grace and the love and the peace, the, the peace that we can have that in this life, not just... The, the peace that we're hoping for and the rest from sin and evil, but even just peace now that we have in our relationship with Christ. So don't be afraid to, uh, or, again, what's that? There's another saying talking about, you know, they smell like sheep. I think mean, it was a book, and it's true. You know, Jesus was a shepherd. He was the great shepherd. We're sheep. Sheep are dumb. Sheep are not known for being really smart animals by any means. They're actually very, very, very stupid. Uh, they're prone to wander. Um, some shepherds would even have to break a sheep's leg to keep it in the fold. Um, they're scared of moving water. That's why when David's like in Psalm 23, you lead me by beside still waters. It was the job of the shepherd to dam up water so a sheep would actually drink because they're they're just that dumb. That's us. We we are that. And, and isn't it beautiful that somebody stepped into that? And our smelliness, our brokenness, our messiness, you know, because right now, a lot of the world, you know, our response is, ah, that, that, that person's a hot mess and I don't want anything to do with that or that's too much drama for me. And, and I just encourage you not to, not to write people off that quick because uh, a lot of these little things, like us being manipulated or used or however you want to word it, they're reaching out for help. They just don't even know what they need. They need Christ. They need a reconciliation with God. That's what's going to bring ultimate fulfillment. And they're just trying to grasp at everything to fulfill that need. Um, you know, that God-sized hole that we all have in our heart, Ecclesiastes 3.11. So, so don't be afraid of it. 
step into it. It's going to get messy. And that's what that's that's the exciting part. It's going to be different. It's not this cookie cut rote answer of this is how it's going to go. It's not like, yeah, I, it makes me think of it's not like college where you take these classes, you pass these classes and you get this degree and everybody can do that. That's open to anybody. It's so different. It is case by case. Every person, their walk with Christ is going to be different. How they engage people are different. But there are some principles that are universal for all of us. And so, uh, just love the Lord. And then what's that second commandment that Jesus tells us? Just love your neighbor as yourself. Even if they're trying to manipulate you. Even if they're trying to use you. Even if their motives and their intentions aren't good. Now, I'm not saying just let them walk on you. But don't be so quick to start the fight. Have some thick skin. Try to look past the immediate thing that's going on and look at the person's heart and say, what, what deeper is going on here? And how can God use me to speak into this person's life? So, hey, hope that's an encouragement again. You can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram, Nickus1, N-I-K-K-U-S, uh, the number one. Um, definitely drop me a message, a topic or something you want to talk about or want to hear some thoughts on. Would love to have that. Uh, might do another part two to this fighting Phariseeism in our lives. So be on the lookout for that. Other than that, that is all I have today. God bless and take care. Thanks for listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus. If you have any questions about God or want to get deeper into your faith, feel free to hit Pastor Nick Pierce up on Instagram at Nickus1. That's N-I-K-K-U-S-1. Thanks and have a great day.